Raisin Man Arena. So, hello. Welcome to Raisin Man number one. Does that seem okay to start? Yeah, no, that's great. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Raisin Welcome. Man. Welcome. Sarah's not on this episode. She's not. Why? Because she's on a shoot. Yes. Yes. And not, okay. not with guns, with cameras. She's on a shoot with exactly. cameras, and uh, Alex, Alex has Alex Bliss has been taking our friends all weekend from us, frankly, uh, for it's this true. shoot. So um, we're mad at that, but we'll try and hold down the fort. I'm mad I guess, that tonight. I wasn't cast in whatever Sarah's shooting on. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. What What would you would have you, liked? Me, you need you neither are mad. You're not, you're me, mad me either? Me too, I guess. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, <laughs> you neither were cast, but you were too mad. Yes. Yes, exactly. I would have liked to have been director. I know. Why didn't he make me director too? I'll direct this, Alex. I'll direct it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could you could you write and direct my movie? <laughs> sure. I'll hey. write and direct it and uh, I'll star in it and post it online. You know, we laugh as if it was funny for someone to ask you to write and direct a movie, but that's what a producer does. Yeah. And what does a producer do? They have the idea. Well, depending on the kind of uh, movie making model, sometimes producers do come to writer directors with an idea. They say, oh, you know, uh, we think that the market is needing a movie about, you know, war. And they come and they they find teams. I want a movie that will make my daughter smile. She's been so down lately. Yes, that's the kind of thing they do. That's the kind of, yeah, that's the kind of thing that uh, that a producer would do. But, so Sarah's not on this episode, so I don't want to hear anybody complaining. Okay, if you complain, um, I'm banning you. From the chat, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'm going to see if I can ban you from that. If you're listening on SoundCloud, if I can't ban you, I'll shut the SoundCloud down. Okay? So if anybody complains about Sarah not being on this episode, mm-hmm. I'm willing to shut the SoundCloud down and stop Raisin Man Arena. And, and if you are listening, it's probably be because you're a friend of Sarah's or a person in my family or one of Felipe's friends, in which case Felipe could easily find out where you live in all th- three of those cases. So after he bans you, he'll come over to your house. Right. Nobody's a, nobody's a stranger. Nobody's a stranger on the chat. So if you complain, I'll ban you and I'll kick your ass. Yeah. He'll come over to your house and say, you're banned in front of you're, your whole you're family. You're banned, bitch. <laughs> in front of your whole family. Bitch, you're banned. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll, and then I'll, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to bring down a whooping. Dude, I've been watching this. I've been watching this guy uh, play Dark Souls because I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls, and I've been going on YouTube to watch a guy play it. And he has this. He keeps saying this thing. I hate that he keeps saying it. Every time he goes up against a new enemy, he like swings his sword. The enemy hits him, and he goes, "Oh, that guy packs a wallop." <laughs> does he say it? Does he actually like speak in those kind of colloquial terms, or is he doing it like a joking way? jokingly no he's like he's he's kind of he's kind of a nerd so he says he's he's not like lampooning like he says it over and over but he's like fuck that guy packs a wallop 
<laughs> and then you just you're like hate writing in the YouTube yeah. comments. You're such a fucking nerd. God, I wish you would just play this game cool so I could watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, a wallop. Um uh um Pedro is asking on the chat. A what? And a wallop. He packs a wallop. That's what he's saying. He packs a a wallop. Yeah. Pop yeah. Punk Silver subscribed to tier two. Cool. Thank you so much, uh, Pedro. Um, yeah. Hey, keep subscribing. I wish we could get that little sound that goes, thank you. Dankeschön. Uh, Dankeschön. D- Damn, Fleabag. I want to play that ghost game with you while we stream. <clears throat> hey. Not today, because we'd have to install it first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> what if we could do the whole episode installing, and you're like, "Can you still hear my mic?" We just troubleshoot for the whole hour and a half. <laughs> Man, it's it's. Uh, I spent the hour before this troubleshooting, and it's doesn't make put me in a good mood. But what puts me in a worse mood is when you come into my room and help me. Oh no, <laughs> I don't have to do it anymore. I thought it would help. No, it's it, it's probably it's helpful. It's helpful, but you know. It's it's annoying when you're troubleshooting and then your friend is like over your shoulder and they're like, yeah, yeah. click that and click that. No, no, that. And I kept point and I kept pointing out websites I liked. Yeah, you were trying to make the <laughs> microphone worked, but I kept see- I saw the YouTube tab and I said, click that. I want to see YouTube. Oh, very cool. Ooh, <laughs> it, oh, you can get um a pair of Crocs on on Amazon. Yeah, for twenty. Yeah, I was off. like, can you do you porn? And you're like, dude, I'm trying to set up my mic. It's like. But you porn has great videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, uh, b- "Go to the straight section of that's what I like." <laughs> yeah, straight oh, that's porn. Right. That's right. <laughs> I swear. Go to the straight section. Just go straight to the straight section. I was like, "What? What kind? Ca- what kind of porn do you like?" And you're like, "Straight, straight I'm close- porn." I'm closing my eyes. And I'm like, "Sam, tell me when the straight porn is on the screen." <laughs> you turn on. <laughs> You should have warned me. What if I saw something I didn't like? <laughs> what if I saw something I didn't like? Um, I uh, the listeners of the podcast can't see this, but the viewers on the Twitch can see it. That the uh, shadow from the pop screen on my microphone falls on my lips in such a way that it looks like I have a goatee. Oh, it does. You're right. Mm. Look like Louis C.K. Kind of a porn. A porn. Um, fishlayer style. Yeah, I've been watching a lot more porn recently. Really? Yeah. Are you more horny? No. Well, I've been. Um, you know, I've been in my kind of. Ever since I broke up, I've been kind of depressed and and in a kind of no having sex sort of zone in my life. Um, and and so I've been watching. How and how how long has how long has it been? <laughs> It's been about probably two and a half weeks, three weeks. Mm, oh yeah, <laughs> that's a real dry spell. Yeah, you're right. It is. It is. And I also just bought these AirPods, and so I watch porn with the AirPods in. And you watch it. You you like turn on the porn, and then you walk down the block so you can hear the porn, even though your phone's really far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
phone. You don't so, bring your phone. You so, just hear it. So I can jack off in the dollar store at the end. <laughs> yeah, you can, <laughs> you can go to Dollar General. And jack off. I just a couple pumps of the of the baby oil at the Dollar General store. So I just start jacking uh, off right you in go there. And you're like, where's the lotion? And then you like. <laughs> And in the I, dollar store. I go to the ladies' perfume section and I spray a little <laughs> bit on my neck. So I, I can like, imagine. You're like, where's the ladies' panties? And you go and you smell ladies' panties, but they've never been used. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just smelling the cloth. <laughs> and then I, dr- I drink a, a whole bleeder of Diet Coke and then I, and I just jack off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I, you can no, hear. Ma- no, I can mask. Hear the- no mask. No mask. Ah, you're screaming. Dude, honestly, ah! that would be that. That would not be the craziest thing that's probably happened in that dollar store. <laughs> so <laughs> many true. insane people that walk in there. Um, no, but you can. I can watch or like listen to porn and jack off without having the cord. <laughs> You know, the cord. Oh, yeah, that's big. Yeah. (laughs) So I can really get wild, go on the ground and stuff. You ever, I mean, when you do have the cord, you're jacking off and then you get tangled in it while you're looking at your phone. (laughs) Yeah. You can't, like, you're trying to spread your legs, but they're tangled in the cord. You're like, no, no, no. It starts choking me, and I like that. It starts choking me. And it it chokes around my cock so the blood stays in my penis (laughs) and I'm harder for longer. Yeah, but then your cock gets too big and it pulls the cord out and then everyone can hear the porn coming out of your phone. My professor's there. You can hear it. (laughs) My roommates. Uh, Wow. Yeah, this is a real, this is the boys podcast, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We really do need Sarah to kind of rein us in. The thing I was going to say is that and I think I've said this to you before, but but I think porn is most effective kind of sonically than it is actually visually. And sometimes it's just like the sounds that I'm more interested in actually than the visual elements. I think that depends. It depends on the actors and like what kinds of sounds they make. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah no but oh. the the i'll say this the, it's like i don't like like cartoon porn or like that 3d porn stuff but sometimes like the audio from that kind of porn is nice because it's like just like squishing and stuff like yeah. that and, and there's there's nothing else there's no like room tone or anything like that Mm, oh, that's maybe a couple of goblins a room, in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have sex. <laughs> like cartoon voices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, dude, I I learned about something new this week that was really wild. Uh, the, wait, did I tell you? About, oh, I think I was telling you about it. And Should I watched. I, even say it? I ended up watching that that video too. Okay, well, but I guess explain I'll, it anyway. Explain it anyway. Yeah, it was wild. It was um, <clears throat> we we watched it from. Is her name Lindsay? L- Lindsay Ellis, yeah. Lindsay Ellis, who's like a YouTuber, and she has this whole video where she explains this like drama between erotic fiction writers. But the the drama itself was not the most interesting part. What was really interesting was that basically the drama is happening over this um this particular genre of erotic fiction that is a offshoot of fan fiction porn. And what the genre is, 
is it's it's interesting to describe because it's not like other genres that I've heard of before, but it's called Omega Verse, and basically what it is, it's not a genre like fantasy necessarily. Um, like a book can be fantasy and Omega verse or a book can be science fiction and also Omega verse. So Omega verse is more like, a <clears throat> it's a genre in a different way. And basically what it is, is books in the Omega verse are erotic and they contain this like third dimension of sexuality. So characters can have a gender, a sexuality, but then they have this third dimension. And what that third dimension is, is this dynamic between alphas, betas and omegas. That sounds normal. That sounds like something you've heard of before, but it's different. It's um, a really specific set of rules that come from wolf mating, although apparently it's not really from wolf mating. It's like a kind of myth about wolf mating. But it's the idea that it's it's basically that the characters in these worlds who are often human mate in the way that wolves do. So um, alphas will put out pheromones and omegas like want to fuck them. Um there's like mating for life there's like scent cute like people can have this scent that has something to do with like how wolves mate like pheromone based um there's like something called a claiming bite which i guess you you bite someone and then you like make them yours so it's like in these books it'll be humans but they'll have these like wolf mating uh practices and capabilities oh also male pregnancy is part of it which is not something that wolves do but apparently the omegaverse in Omega were started as like gay erotica where there were no women. So they made us hope men could get pregnant and what else? Yeah. So, so like I said, like books can be fantasy, but have an Omega verse thing. And part of their plot is like, who's an alpha, who's an Omega, who's a beta. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically just like, if you have sex with the most, the hottest most popular like lacrosse guy at your high school like that's what it's like it's like they're exactly. doing all this stuff f- that from like a shitties a shitty 90s like erotic movie like there's a lot of biting and like pulling hair and stuff like that and like rough sex and it's like some some person was like i guess this is what wolves do <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <clears throat> exactly people who didn't people who 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 uh didn't get late no actually you know what i'm not gonna make fun of uh erotic fiction writers because because maybe they do get laid but they just like to write about wolves fucking in the harry potter universe yes harry potter characters fucking like wolves yes yes but it's a lot of like i i just find it interesting when she was reading some of the passages and it was just like oh this is just like kind of rough like dom sex with like uh, a kind of pseudoscience element. Yeah. Kind totally. of glazed on a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's true, but then it like comes into play in some of the plots of these books where it'll yes. be like, there's no more omegas in the world. And then that's like a problem. Yeah. To brother, that's a problem right now in my life. Yeah. <laughs> You got no omegas in your life? No, I'm just an alpha and there ain't no omegas. Wait, is that I what I want if I'm an alpha <laughs> is an omega? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what betas get. Maybe betas just don't fuck. Betas, they're they're like, aren't they kind of like lovey? They're like sweet, lovey-dovey types. Maybe, but like do they get skinny. to fuck the other ones? That's... She threw up like a picture when she was describing what omegas, I mean, what betas were. And it was like a skinny guy with like flowers and he was like giving flowers to the girl. 
but like does a nerd, he fuck? basically. Yeah, sure. I don't know if he fucks or not. Yeah, it's just basically like, like sort of <clears throat> cliche myths about sort of sexual sex high that that you like inherit in like a high school setting, and then it's like that was laid on to kind of wrapped into wolf culture. But um, very funny too to read that they were beefing especially because this woman who's like been suing all these other writers for doing stuff in the omega verse is claiming that she invented heterosexual omega verse damn damn <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say but damn wow yeah i didn't know you I, depressed, I invented dude. a heterosexual omega verse in you're in you a bar you said you're depressed Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like no, I've just been kind of quiet much around the apartment. I haven't been talking that much. We haven't been talking that much around the apartment. We had a nice convo this morning, though, about the history uh, of conservative right. movement. <laughs> we but did yes. actually. Yeah, I haven't been talking that much. I've just been kind of drawing and being a little insular. Um, a little incel. A little incel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Watching porn, <laughs> not talking to anybody. <laughs> no, you know, hopefully it's kind of like I'm in a, a, a kind of zygote state. Um, what's an unfertilized egg? Um, I don't know. Zygote? It, no, zygote's been fertilized, I think. Okay. Well, I'm in like a kind of cocoon state where hopefully, you know, I'm I'm just quiet for a couple of weeks and then I kind of bust, burst out of my cocoon and I'm a beautiful butterfly. You'll emerge better than ever. Yeah. Yeah, man. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. I'm really just gifted you, at skateboarding like, or something. Yeah. You come out with a new doing skill. It all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You can see in the dark. <laughs> you come out and your mouth is vertical instead of horizontal. That would be kind of interesting. That would that would be interesting. You become like an alien guy. <clears throat> How about you? Like, How, I'm not, huh? How's your mental health been? Uh, I think fine. I think I, I got a little bummed out the other, like last week. <clears throat> I was kind of bummed out last week. For for myriad reasons, but now I'm feeling pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I don't think there's anything to report. <clears throat> I've been I was 3D modeling all all day. I saw this uh, I saw this Donkey Kong model that I sent you of a character from Donkey Kong Country, a 3D and you know character. And then I thought, oh shit, I want to do that. So I spent the day 3D modeling. Wow. It it doesn't look too good. It's just some, really blocky. Some artists, you know, see a sunset over, you know, the off the coast of Maine. You know, some artists witness ter a terrible battle unfold mm -hmm. on the, you know, on the in the straits of in the Hastings, the fields of Hastings in England, some, you know. Some artists get their heart broken. Some artists get their heart broken, yeah. But Felipe sees a 3D rendering of a Donkey Kong character. <laughs> He's my muse. A big alligator wearing camo pants. <laughs> uh, so yeah. you just got blocks so far? <clears throat> well, I was... Uh, I've been kind of marveling recently at, I've been watching videos of Zelda Ocarina of Time and just marveling at like how few polygons 
those models have. And I thought, oh, it would be cool to make an animation like this where everyone mm. has like big glove hands and then the, the face is just a block, but you like animate a, like a drawing on it. Uh, yeah. But it's also low, low res. I thought that could be an interesting look to try to achieve. And it wouldn't, and I wouldn't need to be like too good, uh, too good at doing it, but it's so hard. It's like so technical. There's so much like computer shit you have to know. So I spent all day trying to rig it and it just took a while and like, I couldn't figure it out. Couldn't hack it. Mm. I couldn't hack it. Hey man, you <clears> shouldn't <throat> really be working on uh, the simple town animation, right? Mm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was thinking that today. <clears throat> I was like, I got way too many things to do to, to sculpt an alligator <laughs> on Blender, but... But I felt the, I, when I feel the inspiration, I just go through with it, <clears throat> no matter what it is. Hey man, uh, you can't be going, going to get coffee with Jake right now, right? You, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> stay animating, all right? <laughs> just knock on hey, my dude, door when you're going to leave, all right? You're going to go on a date? Come on, dude. Are you serious? You can't go on a date. You have to work on this dude, simple town come animation. come on, man. We, we started this in April, all right? You f and now it's it's almost November, all right? And I'm just I'm fucking done with this, all right? I want to be on to the next <laughs> animation. <laughs> I want you to be working on the next animation. <laughs> Dude, stop procrastinating. Stop Dude, procrastinating. I don't want to be an IT analyst forever, okay? <laughs> just keep fucking animating. <laughs> uh, the backstory is that I that Simple Town made a <laughs> wrote a cartoon and we recorded the voices and everything and i said to everybody this is going to be done by the end of the summer and i fucked up the planning so now it's um it's taken until now and i'm still i'm still chugging away it's soon it's coming out soon but i'm still working on it almost full time <laughs> but that's not all that's not all dear listeners Felipe's also he's uh gone on dates with people he's taken some vacation time i even hear him speaking to members of his family at certain <laughs> times of the day okay come on dude let me so, talk to my parents all right so and this yeah. can't happen yeah man it sucks it sucks i've been animating a bit myself trying to figure out different ways to animate faster um i tried my method before was like just drawing the outlines of all the characters and then like and animate them moving and then go back in and do color on a separate layer. And then I was like, no, that takes too long. And then I was like, I'm going to try one version where I like, at least when I'm drawing this background, I'm going to do like all the outlines of everything and then just color everything behind it one color and then like click into each uh, color that's been separated by an outline and try and okay. change it All right. but i'm like it's funny how I like different it. i like it so far it's funny how different styles make you different ways of animating like choosing how you attack the technology make you draw in different ways um because now that i'm doing this background style like everything looks really like like ad art like this that kind of flat art that you see in like um, ads yeah. on the train yeah uh, like very few lines you know um simple shapes not a lot of like detail no no shading that kind of stuff and anyways you don't like it 
I don't like the way it looks now. It's looking like a Grubhub ad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's looking like a damn Grubhub ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna be signing up for Uber Eats after you uh, after, after you watch my animation. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of, and I'll tell you how I'm making the connection. Vote no on twenty two. Proposition twenty two that leads me to voting. Are you where? Where are you going to vote? Have you gone to vote yet? Should we go vote? No, we should. We should go vote. Okay. Um, I imagine it's going to be in who that. Sh- in who that should gym. I vote for? Put it on the chat. Tell me who to vote for. <laughs> Put it in <on> the chat. <laughs> or or DM me. Who should I vote for? If you get me this week, I'll listen to you. I was like gonna talk in a big game of how I wasn't going to vote for Biden over the summer with my with mom. Are you going back on me? But now I'm like, am I going to get in there and like write in someone's name and just be like, oh, this is so pathetic. This feels so pathetic. That's the nature of it, dude. We've been fucked. We've been beaten down. So, yes, of course, writing in a name, pathetic. Voting for Howie Hawkins, pathetic. Either way, we've been fucked. I vote Our situation for is pathetic. Voting is just an expression Kong. of that. <laughs> it's just 3D Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the most impotent act of defiance. It does nothing, helps no one. Kid garlic, bye done. Bidon bidon. <laughs> bidon. In French, bidon means a uh, big tummy. <laughs> Felipe, how do you say I was in I remember I was in Spain during the election when Obama got elected the second time in 2012 and i remember this guy asking me in spanish like oh did you vote like who are you gonna vote for and i was like i'm gonna vote for the green like in the green party um but then i but the way i said it was wait for obama's second term you didn't vote for obama yeah i didn't dude i was i was woke as hell yeah nice very nice I, I voted for Romney, but I was like, I was like <laughs> the, the, um, I've, I said, when I said green party, I said, uh, something like El Casa Cumplia. Verde. Casa, is that how you say it? Casa? No, what did you, what did you I say? I was like El Cumpleaños, like Verde or something like that, or like Feliz <laughs> or whatever like party is, but then, but then Verde. And the guy like kind of looked at me and he was like, huh? And then he was like, oh, is that, does that exist in the US? And I was like, yeah. So I think he got what I meant, but I can remember trying to translate and thinking this isn't the right way to say it, but. Well. If if you're not trolling and that's what you said, then what you said to him is I'm voting for the green birthday. It wasn't green birthday. I'm I'm blanking. Um, what's party fiesta? in Spanish? Fiesta. Yeah, I said the fiesta verde. I love that the fiesta verde. <laughs> it's partido. It would be partido in Spanish. Uh, okay. Fiesta verde. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder Al- what that guy thought. Fiesta verde. <laughs> <laughs> fiesta <laughs> verde. That guy's like, right on. Right on, brother. Right, right on, brother. He rides off in a motorcycle. A big weed leaf on his back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't I haven't like checked in uh, checked in on my rest just rest. 
I haven't checked in on my registration. Dude, lately. every time we go vote together, there's always some minor thing that's happened to you, and you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? What? No, no, I swear I live at 216 Putnam. Well, oh, every time I I've need been an ID, and it's like these nice old black no. women who are like trying to help you out, and you're like, oh, are you serious? I just time. I voted in Connecticut. Connecticut last year and then I and I swear it said I was registered dude it's because I've been here for three fucking years and every time I've gone to vote at that dumbass school they gotta take out one of those uh one of those like special ballots that I are live for people with him I live with him and he got through so quickly <laughs> dude they fucking I've been purged from the voter rolls <laughs> I am purged from the voter rolls every time. Someone doesn't want me to vote. Someone knows it would be too dangerous if I voted. Someone knows that I could, I could, I could do some dangerous things if I was allowed in there. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm just making nice with everybody, kind of shooting hoops inside yeah. the gym where we have to vote at the same What's time. What's up? I'm voting for Fiesta Verde. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Fiesta Verde. What's up, everybody? Yep, Fiesta Cumpleaños uh, Verde. Yeah. <laughs> you ever hear Fiesta Verde? Been, I've been phone banking. I've been giving, been giving 10% of my paycheck every two weeks to them. I've been phone banking for a certain... Bernardo Sanderino. <laughs> Sanderninoista. ¿Quién va a votar a José Bidoni? <laughs> Yo voy a votar José Bidoni. Yeah, dude. I've been purged from the voter rolls, but this time, if I get there and I'm not in the voter rolls, it's on them. Hey, I didn't want to vote. This It's like when you get the paywall in New York Times. I'm not in the voter rolls. You're, this is exactly what Trump wants. <laughs> this is what Trump wants. <laughs> We're losing viewers. <laughs> uh, people well. are not liking what we're doing. I'm thinking of getting back onto Tinder, Felipe. Do you have any... Any suggestions, any advice, any help as I tr think about dating again? I mean, you know, for the sake of the house, I would say, you know, be careful <laughs> Corona-wise. Yeah, okay. Thanks, man. All right, thanks. All right, cool. Let's talk about something else. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I like... Hey, let's do it. Let's talk, let's talk about dating. Let's just fucking do it. I do you not want to talk? Oh my god! No, I'm All down. Right. I'm down to. I'm down to. I'm down to. I'm down to. I don't like Tinder. I don't use it. I'm. It's never done. It's never done nothing for me. Yeah, I just go onto Instagram and I'm like, oh, I can't date any of these people. Why not, bro? You can date any one of them. I can't. I can't date. Um. Am I gonna have to edit this out tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Say the name. <laughs> I I can't date uh um retro sci-fi art. 
I'm gonna date intellectuals. They all every admin. Mm-hmm. Insane brain. I follow a bunch of like um gore makeup accounts on Instagram and it's the funnest thing in the world. It's my yeah, favorite kind I know, of that looks cool. Thing. It's great. If you if you like like uh pictures of of like girls with like it they've done their makeup and and prosthetics so it looks like a bunch of tentacles are coming out of their mouth <laughs> you would like this and you're okay. gonna like this <laughs> you're gonna love this you can date her dude yeah date her what if you brought a girl in to the house <laughs> she had that <laughs> her jaw is like broken and like her tongue is falling out no she's wearing makeup thing. Yeah, that's gore makeup. That's gore makeup, and I'm into that. I asked her to wear it to the date. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please wear the gore makeup to the date? I don't do this. I'm I'm an, a brand ambassador. Can you please <laughs> just put on? Up. Please put on the gore makeup for the please date. Put on gore makeup. I'm just asking you this one thing: just put on the gore makeup for the date. <laughs> I'm I really into it. I want your I want it to look like your nose got blown off. I want, I want your to nose like, to be on like, I want to look like a little guy has like coming out of a slit in your cheek. We're losing more viewers. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's talk about something kind of heady. Felipe, uh no, no, let's no, rehash hey, the think... argument about conservatism we had this morning. Hold on. Look, dude, I want to say something. <clears throat> I like that little riff we were just doing. And in fact, we can go back to it anytime. So that's one thing. Number two, we can talk about dating. Okay. I don't have any problem talking. I'm doing, the, I'm just, I'm just doing like theatrics. Yeah. But, All right. But we can right. talk about dating. All right. We're losing viewers. All right. I, I want it like a little guy coming out of a slit in your cheek. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to do, I want you to do an extra bit of makeup. Okay. Listen closely. When okay. I, I, I'm going to, when I pull down, your pants to oh, eat your pussy. No, please. I want your pussy to look like it's just been <laughs> opened up by a, by a demon. <laughs> please, please, can we just get a slice of pizza? I want that. I want that makeup to be inside of your underpants the whole date, so that when I pull down your pants, it looks like a demon, like there's a, there are teeth on it. Please, can we just go to Chico's taco truck and just get like a couple of tacos and maybe some beers and drink just them in the park? I've been I've been going through a two-week dry spell. I broke up with my girlfriend from the podcast. And I and I want you to do this one thing. I want you to make it look like your jaw has been blown off and like your pussy has teeth. Just this one that's just all I ask for. Oh, the my girlfriend from the podcast. Uh, yeah yeah if you're listening to this and you're into gore makeup and you're and you're a girl please reach out to me i feel like it's not the kind of thing you can apply to yourself apply yourself there no, right. there are girls who do it and got and guys listener girls oh, really? and guys so but no, no one what... no one else <laughs> No, other no matter types. what side of the street you walk on, <laughs> <laughs> no matter what way you bend, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
Yeah. Girls and guys that they have our accounts where they do it to themselves. But yes, I think it takes hours and to do it really well, there's like a whole team of people. What if what if someone was doing it to themselves and they couldn't they kept fucking it up and they got kept getting like more and more impatient and they were like, fuck it, just blow off my jaw. <laughs> fuck it. I'm just gonna actually blow off my jaw. I don't have time for this anymore. I'm just gonna actually blow off my jaw. I'm gonna put a bomb on my jaw. <laughs> You pathetic little pussy. Just blow off my jaw. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it with the makeup. It's not going to work. We got to oh, film the you, video. Just oh, you shoot me in the jaw. fuck around with makeup? Oh, yeah. You, you, oh, you're a guy and you like to fuck around with makeup? Just fucking rip my jaw for real, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> kind, of a, kind of a masculine version of that. Yeah. Just stick an octopus in my mouth and have the tentacles come out. See, this is what I'm looking at right now, Felipe. Ooh! Oh, wait. Can you describe it for the uh, at-home listener? If you're listening at home, let Sam paint a picture for you. Mind. This is someone. It, it, it's a model that they've made of a person, um, a person's face. I think it's a woman, and there's a. Ten- oh wait! So tentac- the face is not a true, a real woman's. This it's is not, not a, a real true face. Woman? I'm, I'm I'm scrolling through, and it's a fake woman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But they put woman. all this like silicone around the face, the mask of the face, so it's really shiny and wet. It looks really wet. And then there's a tentacle coming out of her mouth, and then a tentacle coming out of each eye socket. Um, and she looks. It, everything looks really wet and sweating. And I think to myself, I look at this image and I think to myself, could I, could I DM this person (laughs) and say, Hey, I've been on a two week dry spell. Uh, if you're on the chat, can you let me know if my sound is okay? I just, um, I was changing my, some sound settings, but it might be a little gainy right now. You sound a little quieter. I do sound quieter. You just said that I'm blowing out the I'm blowing out the recording like I'm I'm peeking too much on the recording but one two three damn I don't know what to do not the time to do this not damn the dude time we to should move this. to Miami what's in Miami every time I look at Pedro's Instagram Pedro I guess is listening but Pedro and his friends and stuff I'm like oh damn Miami looks cool you know you think. I feel like it's all like influencers and stuff like that. That's my vision in my head of Miami. Lamborghinis and... Confirm or or disconfirm this as we keep talking about this. But I feel like it's kind of fun in the sense that it's like... uh, Yeah, it's like it's warm like LA. It's kind of a driving city, but it's also like not... It's not... It's a not quite second tier that that would be selling short, but it's not like L.A. It's not like everybody moves there to get famous. You know, it's like filled with an entertainment and industry. Miami's a little maybe a little chiller than that. And there's real down to earth people there. Really down. I sound. I hate the way I'm sounding right now. As I describe this, <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like an interesting city. It's also like I. It has a an international influence in a way that a place like Boston, where I grew up, does not. <laughs> I'll say the same about Hartford. No, no, psych. There is an international influence. Look at ingrained racism. There's plenty of international 
influence because there's a lot of immigration into Hartford. Big Puerto Rican community, big Latin American community. Same with Boston, my friend. A lot of uh, a lot of Portuguese. Yeah, but are they are they going out? You know, uh, the snuffing powder white and driving in pink Hummers to a to a club. They're not doing you that. Know, is it Miami Vice style? <clears throat> no. It would be cool to go to Miami and kind of, you know, get a baseball bat and like act like the guy from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And then when you get run over, you go, what? It's Miami Vice. <laughs> I mean, you go, what? It's Vice City. No, I'd and probably the- hate it there. But don't you, do you <clears throat> see the appeal that I'm describing in my, <laughs> with my, my florid descriptive language? <laughs> Well, you know, Pedro's there, and I like Pedro. And if Pedro likes it, then I'm sure there's something cool there. So to that extent, yes, I do agree that it would be cool. But I don't know. For some reason, I just always... You know what I have in my head? I think that... uh, Oh, what is the movie? There's like a movie about a dentist. Is it like... It's not... This 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 anecdote that I'm about to tell is has just bomb, is about to bomb horrifically. There's a movie that I saw when I was a kid. Oh, I think that the movie is about a is about a, a guy who runs dog sledding team. Dog sleds. It's a Disney movie. A black guy from Miami who's a dentist. Yes, yes. becomes it's a called dog snow. sled. It's or snow eight. dogs. Snow dogs. Snow dogs. And it yep. starts in Miami. He jumps into the water and there's a kind of, the camera's trained on his face. And that's how I've always thought of Miami. He's like on that, because I guess Miami has like the beach and then like high rises. Yeah. So um, that's what I think Miami is. Yeah. It's like, and it's filled with like, new, it's like, it's nouveau riche, you know. Nouveau riche. I th- and I think that's interesting. Florida is just like the perfect synthesis of America, I think. Why? Because it's got like the South. Just say something like that without backing it up. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) shit. Oh no, (laughs) I don't know why. No, it's um Connecticut. That's the synthesis. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now I like what I'm hearing. Why? Um, Because it's got because it's got conservatives. Florida, yeah, it's it's got the set. It's like the South. It's it's Bible Belt. It's on the coast. It's got like the uh, a kind of like important international like media city, um, and all these everybody in the in the United States moves to Florida to like retire. So it's got this big like retirement community and massive wealth inequality and all this kind of stuff. Into, yeah, like a kind of Latin influence. It's got like environmental disasters and um, it's got those manatees and those boats with those those Ooh. wind boats on them. Oh, I like that. Yeah. They have manatees? Manatees, yeah. And the have you ever been on one of those fan boats? Oh, the uh, Everglade ones? Yeah. No. I'd like to do that. Wow. Um, and also Florida there's like no cool. rules. There's no rules in Florida. There's like really? the, Yeah, there's very little income tax. I think it has it's very light in terms of the the state, you know. Mm. 
You can kind of go crazy down there. Exactly. You can kind of indulge indulge all your vices. Exactly. In Florida. Without the hand of big government. The only thing... Without the a, only- a, 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 rep- a repressive um, school attacks on your first school district to hamper you down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> exactly. No, none of, none of the government's intrusive infrastructure yeah, exactly. projects to weigh you down exactly just you in the open road just you and uh do they have senior frogs in florida or is that just a cancun thing senior frogs senior frogs bro we are <laughs> hemorrhaging viewers we are straight up hemorrhaging viewers every second dropping one two viewers it's brutal Mom grabs still in the chat though. No, she sounds better be. Fine. Julie, if you're not in the chat right now and if you're hearing this in the podcast, you're fired. The content is horrific, Julia. No, no, no. She was talking about the um the Instagram picture of the woman with the tentacles that you posted. Oh. Nice. And she's here. Oh. Yes. I'm here, bitch. That's what I like to hear. And don't put us in the background, put us in the foreground. This should take up yeah, your entire attention. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> this is a this is a message to the listeners. If you're putting us in the background to listen to this while you work or while you drive yeah. or while you do laundry, don't do that shit. Sit turn down, off. look at the wall, exactly. and listen to this. <laughs> exactly. Tur- clo- tur- turn off the road and close your eyes and turn off the engine to your car. <laughs> <laughs> or turn it on, but go inside of your um, garage and close the garage door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go into the trunk of your car and close the trunk. All right? So you're stuck in there and you're in your in your garage. That's right. That's right. If you're if you're if you're listening to it in the laundromat while you fold laundry with your little mask on, stop folding laundry, take off your mask, and stand still. And take deep if breaths. If you're in an airplane, if you're if you're driving an airplane, uh-huh. right, and you're, <laughs> you're in, yeah. in the tri-state area, take that airplane and start driving it towards Manhattan. All yep, right, that's right. That's right, and, and end and it. aim it at the Freedom Tower and miss as you go by. That would be epic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. What if, like, what if, like, the Blue Angels? You know, the jets that always fly when, uh, when, like, the president is doing some shit, or when it's like Fourth of July. The Blue Angels, they do like they, and they do. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. They do like of like a bunch of maneuvers, but the whole premise is that they're doing maneuvers around the Freedom Tower, pretending <laughs> they're, like, they're going <gasps> to crash into it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> They're leaving like a, a blue and red trail and people are like putting their hands on their hearts like <gasps> and they're just like going around the tower like <clears throat> like about to hit it. <laughs> then they're, like, they're going for the public school. Yeah. <laughs> they like pretend that. They're going to fly into the Pentagon and just like pull up last minute. <laughs> oh no, the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> and I proudly stand up next to you and defend her still today. <laughs> <laughs> this is what should have happened on 9-11. Wow, we lost way more. <laughs> I'm gonna look Julie I'm gonna says we never talk about dating. It's true. <clears throat> I'm the only What's one the... with balls enough to talk about dating, Julia. You are? Yeah. On the podcast. What's there to say about dating, you know? Yeah. Are you excited to date? 
You know, not really. That's why I'm holding off. Yeah. Hey, maybe Mrs. Wright is waiting where you least expect her. I got to jack off a couple more times with these <laughs> AirPods before I have enough energy. Gotta I will say this, this, though. If you masturbate like a lot, you're just really focused. You can get really focused on whatever you're doing that week, you know? Look, no distractions. I, not even the phone is of interest to me. Not that I've ever masturbated, but I don't think that's true. Really? Look, I've never masturbated in my life, but I don't think that's true. Really? Huh? What are those sounds I hear in your room? <laughs> I put on. I that put sound on like the sounds of masturbating. <laughs> I sometimes will cook pasta and put my hand in it and squish it. yeah you take out an avocado and you mash it up Mm -hmm. and then grab it with your fingers do you when you masturbate Felipe do you masturbate in your room I would rather not talk about this (laughs) I know see see, Julia this is this is why we can't talk about dating on the podcast I know know you you don't like it when I censor you but I would rather not talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want to have a tense conversation about this later. (laughs) I don't want you on my case because I didn't tell you when I masturbate. (laughs) Look, Felipe, I, I, if we're going to have a podcast together, you have to tell me about when and where you masturbate and what you're looking at. <laughs> Do it. And, and you have to tap me on the shoulder and say, I'm about to go masturbate now. <laughs> Sam, I'm walking on your door. Sam. It's for, I'm like, I have a, per, a guest in my room and you're like, Sam, can I masturbate? I'm going to go masturbate now. I'm like, okay, thank you, Felipe. And then I'm like, it's for a podcast that we do. <laughs> Listen, it's for a podcast. Leave it's my so roommate alone. so there's trust between us. You will leave my roommate alone. I love him. And we agreed that he would do that. <laughs> leave him alone. He lets me know when he's going to masturbate. <laughs> Um, well, where do you when you have sex? Where do you have sex? <laughs> um, you know, on the Franklin uh, train stop, the one where it's the it's the train. It's not. It's just a train. That's a shuttle. It's a short one. Yeah, the S train. Yeah. Yeah, on the S train, I go up there, and it's usually not. There's not a lot of people, so I usually take my dates there, and we kind of try to do it on a that's bench nice. or something. That's nice. Felipe and I filmed a video there uh, yes. a couple years ago, and uh, you know, is that video on our socials yeah i never see it you know i don't think it's a video that did very well and i think it didn't it wasn't a huge success but i watched it the other day and it made me laugh really yeah yeah what what did you think not was not good about it Uh, i don't know you know just the alchemy was off alchemy was off also it was like a friend of ours performing in it and there was it, there was a time when we were like oh let's get friends to perform on our stuff and i think later on we were more like no we should it should be us performing on stuff um, we should just get one girl and then all keep performing yeah <laughs> yeah that's basically what we did <laughs> let's uh, get one girl and then we can be in all our own stuff again <laughs> you know we were trying it out but i think also you know who knows why things succeed or fail? Who knows why anything happens? Really? There have you 
have you seen all these like postmortems done of Quibi um, after it shut down? No. What about them? I don't know. I was just reading this one. That was this guy. And he was like, he's like, the failure of Quibi like confirms my, my theory about like, like debt content density. And he's like, content density is like the amount of ha ha's or surprises like per minute. It's like TikTok has content density. And he's like, and then he showed this graph between like content that your friends make versus con versus content. That's like from a stranger or that's an influencer. And then it's like content dense to content light or, or, or diffuse. And he was like, Twitch is content diffuse created by creators. TikTok is content dense created by creators. And then it was like Facebook Live is content diffuse, but for your friends. Anyways, mm. he had he had all these different ways, and I didn't get what he was explaining. <laughs> get why it conf- why Quibi confirmed or denied it, but yeah. it seemed like people were like eager after the Quibi thing to like re theorize about like virality and what <clears throat> where the entertainment industry is going and stuff like that. Do you <clears throat> remember Felipe? Like when I sent you that podcast thing about those those guys talking about television back like a year and a half ago when we lived in the old apartment. Uh, I remember being, and he's like, Oh, this guy was talking about Dan Brown and why, why Dan Brown is such an interesting like moment in, in, in like literature because he wrote these like really, really short chapters that were really consumable. I don't think I know, but what about it? That was that guy, and he was like, they were plat, they were like talking. It was the that Jeffrey Katzenberg, that guy who like started Quibi, and he was like, they hadn't started it yet. He was like, oh, I've just so Jeffrey Katzenberg was like, thing. I'm gonna make the Da Vinci Code of, <clears throat> of videos. Yes, yes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it seemed like people knew it was not going to do well before, right? I don't think anyone, I hadn't seen anyone come out and say that. People were like, this is not going to be good. Really? I think people were were roasting Quibi before it it started. And then when it started, and it seems like after. Yeah. I think they were roasting the name, but, and also that it had raised so much money. I guess. I just think it's one of those things where it's like, yes, you can see how it's really stupid. But then also, like, if it had worked out, I don't think anyone would have been surprised either. There's tons of stupid things that work out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm being maybe I'm uh, revisioning my own memory. But in in my head, I'm like, well, I it always seemed like it would be bad. But maybe you're right. Maybe if it had gone well, I would have thought, oh, you know, Quibi always looked like it would be good. But I think I don't know. It seemed stupid. I don't know if I like could. I'd have to think about why it seemed stupid. I don't know if I have an explanation like this content dense thing, but it seemed like I think what it was was like, oh, people don't want to like be watching a ton of shit on their phones that's like produced. Like, I think I think when people watch it on their phones, they like stuff that's like low investment, um, like open ended, like you can get like a meme, you can get a thing someone made. You're like looking around different sites. 
I don't think people want to like be watching Netflix on their phone. That's like a whole different thing. But I don't know. Right. Whatever. I'm, ma- I'm making something up on the spot. I don't know if that's like a good reason to say it wasn't good. No, I, I think I think you're right in there. And I think there's more to it, which is also like. It's also like, oh, I think people it, it was they it's not that they were wrong, but they were also like wrong in this really spectacular an annoying way where they were like they're both like these billionaires i mean like more multi multi-millionaires who are like not millennials and they're like we're gonna create this thing for like the millennial viewer and they raised a tremendous amount of money and they called it something really stupid and they made these like really big big style mistakes like you know like not being able to share the stuff on on social media uh, and putting all the content behind a paywall and not creating like a freemium model, you know, um, stuff that like, yes, it seems like, oh, yes, that's a big mistake that like a boomer would make, you know, totally. Um, but yes, I agree with you that that when people are people don't want to watch like a Netflix show when they're like waiting in line for something. No. Yeah, I mean, I think also that cool shit that becomes cool is um, has to kind of start small. Like, all the stuff that ended up being really cool, like Twitter or even um, <clears throat> even what is this fucking Netflix app? Netflix or like Chevron or... <laughs> yes, exactly. Started out small. Started out in a little garage. Just, just a Harvard kid trying to... Just trying to get his rocks off. Came up with a little app. And who knew that it would become the biggest app in the world? (laughs) I mean, that's kind of it, though. You know, it's like you don't I don't think that you should go like, hey, I got this thing, this idea. I'm going to put a bajillion dollars into it and just make it happen all of a sudden. The best stuff. It's like, oh, let's make like a little shitty version of it. And then it's and then, you know, it's like evolution. You can't, you know, humans, humans didn't come out fully formed. You had to have a little one-celled guy. And then the one-celled guy, he could swim through the water. And then evolution was like, all right, this guy's good. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're gonna there was... We're going to give him armor. We're going to give spikes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to up yeah. his strength stat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's got a guy with two little legs. And then, you know, oh, evolution's like, this guy's look good. Look at these potions. These potions seem to enhance speed. Let's it, drink them before exactly. we fight this boss. <laughs> yep. We're gonna we're gonna give this guy a jumping bonus for every time that he gets the he gets the plant. Yeah, so you know yeah, you build that's, up. That's what you're saying. That's what everyone who's like in the innovation tech world says about those kinds of things. It's like, oh, most of the ideas you'll have are like bad ideas. So it's all about just getting through bad ideas quickly, you know, and just like you you plant a bunch of little seeds and like see which one grows and blah 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 and. So I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, but so it makes it so happy. It's so awesome that Quibi was such a spectacularly bad idea because oh, yeah. it was like by created by these absolute shit eaters. Jeff Jeffrey Fatzenberg. Yeah. What did he Meg, make? He made Shrek. Meg Shitman. He made Shrek, right? Yeah, he made Shrek. Did he direct it or did he produce it? He produced it. So he produced it. He just said, hey, uh, green guy. Let's get a director on it. Yeah. I want a movie about a green guy. Let's get a director on this. My daughter can laugh at. (laughs) (laughs) She's 
so she's so sad now. <clears throat> I want to make a movie about a green guy. I know ten rich pedophiles. Uh, let's get them all in a room. I can get them to sign a check. <laughs> do you think? Do you think okay. William Steig's like estate got any money from Shrek? William, who? Oh, <clears throat> that's the writer of the original <clears throat> children's book. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if Shrek got any money for Shrek. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Let us know in the chat if you have the answer to Felipe's question. We got a poll. Did Shrek get any money from Shrek? Did he get any royalties Felipe. for his role in Shrek? <laughs> Did you do you know any of William Steig's stuff? I he's like a really great illustrator. I think you might like his stuff. I think I've seen drawings of Shrek. Wait, let me look up Shrek. So I can, so we can look at their uh, Quentin Blake ass looking drawings, right? I don't Quentin, Quentin Blake ass looking is. drawings. William Steig. He, William Steig was was um into this thing called onanism. Mm, oh, I've heard of that. <laughs> I've heard of onanism. <laughs> um and it's for for those of you who don't know listener dear listeners onanism is like this kind of i think it's like a kind of early 20th century like fad which was that like you believed that the world is filled with these like the coursing with this kind of energy that like makes you orgasm um, but it's like a powerful spiritual energy. It does other things besides make you orgasm. Um, but in, in order, but it's like a, this kind of sexual energy that they described. And in order to, to sort of tap into the energy, you had to sit in this thing called an orgone, which is like this big black box. And, and like William Steig had one of these in his house and he'd sit in it for hours. And he'd look at and pictures think, of Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Jack off. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I, I thought onanism just meant masturbation. You know, now that you say that, I, I think you're right. But what what was that thing? It has a name like that. Own <clears throat> the 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 Jack off philosophy. Is that what it's called? <laughs> onanism, masturbation. Yeah. What, the philosophy what the, of coming. The orgone. That I think that's right. He was kind of a hottie. When he was young. <clears throat> and one wonders, why would he draw Shrek such a ghastly beast? Such a nice, beautiful young man draw such a ghastly beast. What was in it for him? Even when he got older, he was pretty good looking. And yet, wasting his time with such a... Such a gnarly creature... Such as Shrek. <clears throat> just just a wretched. Okay, a wretched yeah, I guess ogre. it was just called uh, Orgone was the sign of kind of pseudoscience. Oh, Matt Chrisman from uh, Chapo talks about that all the time. And I don't know what the hell it means, Orgone. Yeah, it's like and Wil Wilhelm Reich was really into it. That was that guy that like is sociologist. That, wait, wait, is he that guy that unified Germany? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who was it? He he was a guy who like did all these studies on like the working class and he was like, if only the working class like had sex more, they would like start a revolution. Is that did he put so them he, in like, the orgone machine? 
yeah. putting yeah. the working class in the in the coming machine. <laughs> um, and wow, this is fascinating. These drawings are nice. All right. Look, you can't be looking something up while I look up drawings. One of us has got to be bent doing uh, vamping. <laughs> so you look, I'm... I'll vamp. Ultimately, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration obtained federal injuncture barring the interstate distribution of orgone-related materials. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. The fucking, the big government bringing down bringing down its fist <clears throat> to they can't yeah you just can't you can't ruin be that horny it's funny it's it's this thing just another way that at, the big look, government is keeping down the working class exactly and this is what bernie ran on is yeah. bringing this kind of shit back <laughs> i'm looking at these these boxes that you sit in to get or orgasmic energy from and it's a little bit like just being in a little bathroom like when i think when men sit on the toilet for long periods of time something similar is happening that they come <laughs> yeah you're just it's like for yourself time just a little box in your house where you get to sit and you don't have to talk to anybody and you can sit there for hours you know well you know now now with maybe now with the um uh the hindsight of all of the science that has since come out we know that you can't come just by sitting inside of a little box so one has <laughs> to imagine that these people were going into you your own box and just sitting there you Ooh. have to have airpods on you have to be <laughs> yeah. listening to 3d sex that was created <laughs> by a taiwanese animation house uh. <laughs> it can't be done <laughs> <laughs> you can see my screen Flupe, Google Orgone box And just look at it It's really funny to Imagine having one of these in your house Let's see Orgone box Wow it's just like a little <laughs> It's not even a bathroom It's a closet <laughs> Yeah Imagine like if you closet. had one of these in your living room And you're just like Alright enough Alright All right, I'm going yeah. in this for you get a while You fight with your wife You're like I'm going to the box <laughs> I'm going to the box. Just let me go into the your going box. There, there's one image here where on the Wikipedia page where it's like in a living room and there's like chairs around it as if like the person in the box was like also sitting in the living room hanging out. It'd be funny if people you had guests over and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Felipe is just in the orgone box. box. And, he, and I come out. I'm like, hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there's just come all on my pants. Like I didn't take off my pants. Hello, good evening. Shit. Sorry about that. I was just held up for a minute in the Orgone box. It's a box it's where you go inside and you come. You're like, oh, sorry, guys. One second, just getting a glass of orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> Chug a glass of orange juice and then you go back into the box. <laughs> it's like you're like the your family friends come in and then and then your son is in the Orgone box. It's like, oh, Tyler's in the Orgone box. Don't just don't. And it's in the living room. Tyler comes out, just pants to totally dried up, calm. Like, hey, everybody. Just gets like a Mountain Dew, goes back in the Orgone box, <laughs> drinks, turns on the faucet, and like drinks out of the tap <laughs> in the sink, and then like eats a bunch of chips over the sink, and then like goes back into the Orgone <laughs> box. <laughs> Just five more minutes in the Orgone box. 
if you are just tuning in, we're looking at our gone boxes. It's a box. Let's just, what does the Wikipedia say? Orgone energy accumulator. And then there's one picture that says with door closed. And then in the next picture it says with door open. It's a little wooden closet. And on the inside is maybe the bleakest little space you've ever seen. <laughs> Literally uh, the floor is maybe two by two. The inside is all this metal. There doesn't seem to be a handle on the inside of the door. So when you're inside, you mm. just push it open. But you know, if someone wanted to like lock it from the outside, you wouldn't be able to stop them. And inside a chair with pillows that are trying to be cheerful, kind of colorful, but the rest of the box is so ghastly, reminiscent of, you know, not to be crass, reminiscent of um, the Abu Ghraib prison. Uh, just the most sterile metal insides. And it says, it's a pseudo, is a pseudoscientific concept variously described as esoteric energy or hypothetical universal life force. Wait, Felipe, sorry to pause you for a second, but Julia, Julia just texted in the chat. She was like, would you want to? And then it's blanked out on the stool. Oh, it says masturbate. But, it, and then I click on it and it says express, ex, sexually explicit message block. Would you like to see this message? It has been it has been hidden from you. Don't open it, Sam. I don't think you should see that. <laughs> I really want to see it. I don't think you should see that. I don't think you should see what it says, Sam. What are they hiding that Julia said? It's blocked for a reason, Sam. I don't want you looking at that stuff. <laughs> Julia, if can you please can you please Instagram message me what you said what that word is that What you said? on a stool? Would I like to what <laughs> on a stool? <laughs> Sit on one, of course. <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> I wish it would, I knew what it said. <laughs> uh. Wow, freaky that Twitter is. I mean that Twitch is is censoring our viewers. Silencing my friends. Don't nobody messes with Julia. <laughs> Let her say what she wants to say. Do you think stuff like social media platforms, like banning content is like a big issue for you? Felipe, do you think that's like a bad, big, bad issue? Um, hmm. I guess it depends on the thing. I have thought, I think it's really funny how Twitter was, it seems like Julia said the word once again in the chat. What does it say for you, Sam? I still can't see it. (laughs) I wish it, I wish they blocked it. I used to when I was younger. I used to go on the uh, something awful forums, but I didn't have an account. So if you didn't have an account, they had uh, content filters. So for instance, anytime <gasps> so, what masturbate, you saw it. It, it says masturbate. <gasps> How did you see it? I clicked on. Would you like to see this? And you said and yes. I, and was this message correctly hidden? And I'm going to say no now. No. <laughs> Train the AI to think it's just an innocuous word. <laughs> Trick the AI. What if it said, what if every time you do one of those captures, like click on everywhere there's a mountain and you see a picture, there's just a car, no mountain. You're like, this is a mountain, bitch. Now, good luck. Good luck <laughs> learning what a mountain is, you stupid yeah, good robot. Good luck. Good luck getting into Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of knowledge. Um. Oh, I was saying that in something awful, if you didn't have an account, if you were just lurking, but without an account, uh, they had content filters. So anytime somebody said a swear word, it got replaced by another thing. So 
anytime anyone said fuck, it would get replaced with gently caress. Which is funny. That's very funny. What else did they have? Anytime somebody said shit, it would say... I don't think it said poop. It said something else. Um, It had these funny content filters. But it's been funny to see Twitter after four years of basically catching flack for... um, What are you doing there? You got a little cable? Mm -hmm. That's cute. Little mustache. I like that. Keep going, though. I'm interested in what you're saying. Um, After four years of catching flack for having the big orange Cheeto putting out his crap, putting out his alternative facts out on the web, after four years of catching flack for that, they've come up with these, like, totally contrived ways of, um, like, you know, banning whatever, fake news or whatever, uh, and and abuse, and they are uh, inadequate. And stupid, and they make they make one feel infantilized. For instance, anytime you press quote tweet, let's say Sam does a tweet where he goes, "I just shit my pants," and I think that's funny. I want to <laughs> oh, share no, it. That's not my yeah. tweet. That's <laughs> that, not my tweet. A classic Sam tweet that you would see on any given <laughs> no, day. No, that's <laughs> yeah. not what I tweet. The kind of thing that Sam tweets every no. day. I I would tweet something funny. No. I would tweet something very funny. Mm, you know, yeah, kind like um. Why aren't we talk? Why aren't we talking about this more? Yeah, you know, and it's a picture of uh, a picture of a guy f- fingering himself <laughs> inside of an orgone. <laughs> <laughs> I was today years old when I saw this guy fingering himself inside of an orgone machine. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, but Twitter has made it so that if you want to, if I say, oh, funny tweet by Sam, I want to share this. I press quote tweet. Normally, the tweet just appears on your feed. But now Twitter's like, do you want to give a little comment about this? And the thing that they believe is happening is they're encouraging dialogue and conversation. They're encouraging people to say their two cents. And it's like, bitch, I'll tell you if I want to give a comment on this. Why are you treating me like a child that I need to give a, give a comment about my friend's funny tweet. Yeah, that sucks. And and what do they think that next time that a white supremacist sees a post that's like America should be an ethno state, kill all people of color, they're going to quote tweet it and they'll be like, "Oh, I got to do a little comment on this. I guess I can't just quote tweet, I guess I have to give my piece." And then they start writing a tweet. "Oh, I agree with this." And then they go, "Huh. I don't know if I believe the, what, that." The, what the hell? Do I How agree can with I that? agree with this and then they try something else they go this is cool and then they read it and they go huh is it cool they're saying to kill all people of color i don't think so huh huh i guess the twitter i guess the twitter thing convinced me wait let me um let me let me go on to uh facebook and try and uh and let me try and screenshot uh, you know, the picture of this policeman arresting this black teenager. Oh, oh, it, my computer just sh- uh, shut down. <laughs> hey, if that happened, that would be a good measure. If you could turn off the white supremacist computer, that, I wouldn't complain about that. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. 
<laughs> Do you disagree with that? Sam? I was kind of, I was, you know, you know what I was doing there, listener, as I was exploring the boundaries of the bit and see what would happen if they went into a different social media platform ah, and something okay. other kind of strange thing happened. Hey, I'm going to go into I Quibi. didn't really lead anywhere. Hey, I'm going to go into Quibi <laughs> and watch, um, watch a show about um, drag queens. Yeah. Oh. Huh. <laughs> Okay, now okay, now I'm going to step away from my phone and I'm going to go into the kitchen and see what's in the refrigerator. Um well, the other thing that happened was that they the Twitter they people were tweeting about the Hunter Biden story, which I have no clue what it is. Apparently Hunter Biden got a million dollars to do corruption. I believe it. You don't have to say anything more. But when you tweeted about it, Twitter would be like, no, 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 we don't want to help Donald Trump. And they banned that yeah. shit. I know. I know. And the different social, because there, what had happened is like the the um, New York Post had published this thing about it. And then all the social media companies were like, oh, there's apparently a lot of misinformation in this New York post article. And they're like, how do we deal with it? And YouTube decided to do nothing. Facebook decided to like de not promote it on its algorithm until more had come out. And then Twitter was the most advanced and they're like, we're going to ban this completely. Um, but I speaking of Felipe, I just got a New York Times update that said the Internet is a key political battleground this year. Our video shows how misinformation could undermine faith in the U.S. election again. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Is do you think there's a solution to that problem? Often people are like, oh, they should. You know, left-leaning people are like, well, they should nationalize Facebook or whatever. And it's like, sure, but that wouldn't solve the that wouldn't solve the problem of bad stuff being on the website. Yeah. I don't think you can really control like the kind of converse the, the like issue oh over what's true what people believe is true and what isn't like i think that's like a kind of a, a perennial problem that's always been happening and i'm not sure exactly whether a pre-internet world had really solved it with any answers that were much better than our own no it's true which is why i'm so frustrated when people talk so much about like post-truth or whatever and it's like this is a hack point i did not come up with this point but it's like you know, the war in Iraq was a, a total lie. And that was right. Um, so, so much, so much. There were no WMDs. There were no WMDs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think. No, you're right. I didn't you're see right. any. Honestly, yeah. they could have kept saying there are because no one in America saw, no one was I there. Know. At it's the true. It's true. They could have said, we found them. And people I would have been like, them, yeah. well, it was worth it. Yeah. I guess it was worth it. I just took the UN um, Security Council at their word, but the US could have been like, no, they just, we saw some stuff and they didn't, they just weren't, they didn't see it. In the, in the Generation uh, Kill TV series that I watched this week, there's like this point where they're like, where they're like driving through these fields and he's like, why didn't they like issue our like, 
why didn't they issue us with our gas masks? And he's like, don't and the reporter's like, don't you think that's weird that we don't have our like gas masks? And they're like, why do you think that's weird? He's like, because they're supposed to be WMDs. Like, why are we, if there are no WMDs, then like, why are we here? And then they're like, ah, oh, fuck you, shut up. But I was, but it's this interesting moment in the movie where you're reminded about what the Iraq War is supposed to be about. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to underestimate the the wisdom of of that soldier and whether or not it's a true fact that that person said that, or whether that's uh, David Simon putting in his, you know, drum, dramatizing his own. But I feel like if I was a soldier in the Iraq War. I probably wouldn't have made that connection. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have been smart enough to put two and two together. That I would have just been like 19 years old. We or have the right gear. Yeah. We have the right gear for the job. Yeah. I would have just thought. Why aren't there yeah. more? Why isn't there more granola in our, in our <laughs> Yeah. Bags? That's what I would have <laughs> said. Snack bags. I want some almonds. <laughs> I want healthy snacks. <laughs> Um, do you like the series? It's good, right? I liked it when I saw it. It's so good. Yeah, I would recommend it to anybody, but mostly boys because it's it's about war. It's really affecting. But it's an anti-war. It's an anti-war mm. TV show for sure. Well, you know, Godard said you can't make an anti-war film, or maybe it was Truffaut. They, they did it this time, though. No, because he says that anytime you depict war, you can't help but make it yeah, look heroic. But they did it. No, they did it this time. Yeah, but it's anti-war. Yeah, but when you show war, do you see the point? When you show war, it looks heroic. No, but but they didn't. At the end, there's they go. This is uh. But they show a peace sign and they go. The peace is much better. <laughs> okay, I'm convinced. <laughs> You've convinced me. Yeah. Truffaut, yeah. fuck you. That's why Truffaut's dead and we're alive. Exactly. Because he had some exactly. dog shit insights. No, it's a great it's a great television show. What's there's so many interesting things about it. One is that the and this is the thing that other movies depict as well, but war is mostly really boring and a lot of waiting around and a lot of not not being really clear about what's going on, even the participants in it. And then the second thing they they realize is like you realize watching the show is that the soldiers quickly come to realize that the most dangerous thing they're facing is not like insurgents or like Iraqis. It's like the bad intelligence that they're receiving on the American side and the like um, generation kill Julia is the show we're talking about and the bad intelligence and, and the bad decisions that they're like higher ups are making. That's they're realize like, Oh, this, these are, this is the stuff that's going to get us killed is these people like telling us to do these stupid things that we shouldn't be doing. The call is coming from inside the house. Exactly. So to speak. And the third thing is that they were, everyone was like, Oh, this war is going to be over in like five minutes. I hope I get to like shoot somebody before the war is over. And the whole joke it's made in 2008 and it, obviously you're supposed to understand as the viewer, the whole joke is like, no, this war is going to last like 15 years. Um, Are there still troops in Iraq right now? Yeah, I don't, th there's not officially a, a war going on, but yeah, there's troops in Iraq. Um, Does that make a difference though? I feel like the U S is engaged in, in so many things that are not labeled war, but there's aggression. Yeah. I think it does make a difference. Yes. In what way? Um, and yeah. And then the other okay. thing is that like, 
wait, what did you say? I asked, in what way does it make a difference? Oh, uh, I think in level of like resource commitment, of course, yeah, there are like, um, there are, um, can you hear me? I can, but your image is frozen, but now your image is moving again. Ah, so good to see you. Yeah, there are like U.S. military bases bases that like garrison the globe and we have like troops everywhere, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's like a level of like number of boots on the ground and whether you have permission from Congress to do certain things, I think. But yeah. The final thing is that the war in Iraq was like really hastily and badly planned. And if you ever see that movie, um, that documentary, No End in Sight, it explains like the Iraq war really well. But you've listened to that podcast, so I think you probably boned up on it but it the iraq war invasion of iraq in 2003 was like really poorly planned and it's really felt in this this uh show generation kill because they like get to baghdad and they like don't know what to do there and mostly they're like dealing with like a humanitarian crisis and there's all this looting going on but they're like not they don't have enough troops to like stop the looting and they're not ordered to stop the looting and there's all these people who like need water and they're like no that's not what we do but there's no one else here to do that and then the missions that they go on don't make sense and it's just really good it's like oh you realize over the course of seven episodes which is how long it is that it's like this war is like totally fucked on the it's uh, totally, totally on fucked. the i'm trying to find the name of this particular guy but um on the blowback podcast which is really good and you should listen to it it's about the iraq war they had a funny anecdote that really stuck with me and i was like oh this is like a tv show but basically when the Ba'ath Party comes into power in the 70s, I think. Um, they oust this, like, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, p- powerful aristocratic uh, regime. Not aristocratic, but uh, monar- monarchic regime or something. Yeah, this they sort of, yes, they kind of unseat this Iraqi aristocracy. And a young boy has to leave Iraq, who's part of this aristocracy. I can't remember his name. I wish I could, but this, uh, I was looking it up, but I can't remember. But he then sort of like kind of becomes this socialite globetrotter. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, okay, because... No. I know who you're talking he, about, but I don't remember his name. I remember you telling social, me this. Yeah. This socialite globetrotter around... Um, he was like educated and he spoke English and he sp- he spent time like around the world and basically he makes it his life mission to one day come back to Iraq and rule it. Um, kind of a, you know, a, a resent, resentful, you know, ex-ruling party. And so he becomes like a major um, American informant and kind of advocate for the invasion of Iraq to unseat Saddam Hussein. And there's this really funny anecdote in the podcast where after the invasion of Iraq Saddam Hussein is like taken out of power and this guy wish I could remember his name he travels to Iraq he comes back he's like finally like the Ba'ath party is out of Iraq I'm here to I'm gonna like hang out here I'm gonna like you know just put my presence in here and I'm gonna like uh, rule and I think he ended up not 
being the person, not ruling. Like he just had no power or context. Like he was just a real, like just a PR guy who had like convinced a bunch of people he was an important, just a rich asshole. And the anecdote is that he arrived with this like crew, this like entourage of just like grease balls and like weird dudes. And they posted up in this sort of, I think this like gated community in the uh, suburb of, in a suburb of Baghdad. Or was it in like a palace or something like that? But apparently his entourage, they would like, like shit in the showers of this like club and they would like steal. And they were just these like assholes who he had brought along who like just didn't give a shit about anything. I think that's, a, <laughs> they should just make a show about that. I think that's a, a beautiful, I mean, not totally. beautiful, horrific, sad and, but funny. Yes. Yes yeah no there's all these ways and yeah in the 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 i i guess i'm i i can only think of cliches to say but the like the comedy of like high stakes political situations is like so felt and something that i think is really obvious to people who are like on the internet a lot but it's really funny what what the kind of situations that happen even in the context of really like dire political moments people with power are like in completely infantilizing i think um we're, we've hit the time we're it's an hour and a half we got an hour nice damn son hour and a half in the bag and we've lost a whole 12 viewers from the time we started to now what do you think about that sam I think they're they're just charging up in the Orgone box That's for the right. next time. They had a stream fun Felipe. time, and they thought this is too much fun. That halfway through the the podcast, this is too much fun. I can't watch this live. I have to hear it in the podcast later on, and I have to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. Is what they're saying, right? <laughs> yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This is a podcast about. Uh, the two people who know a tiny bit yeah. about the Iraq yeah, war. Yeah, these guys kind of know about stuff. <laughs> they haven't done any research. They sort of talk about different things. They do a baby voice. <laughs> I wish I could remember the guy's name. I wish I could remember I this guy's just, name. I should have just said a name. <laughs> yeah, this guy, Alibaba, he came back to Iraq. Look him up. Look up Alibaba. <laughs> Alita Al-Habas. Sama al Mus uh, Sama al Lanyar <laughs> Felipe al Deep Deep Guy Fuhad Deep Guy Deep Guy uh, I like that Wilito al Nidman Will <laughs> Man, I wish we'd come up with that uh, bit earlier. No, I'm happy with where it came. And listen, if you like that bit, go on Apple Podcasts and do the thing that I said. Like it. Uh, put it, give it a five stars, four stars. Mm -hmm. If you're going to give three stars, maybe. If you're going to give two, don't do it. If you're going to give three, that's okay. But preferably four or five. And if you don't give a shit, just give it five. Who cares? You know, if you don't have a dog in the race, give it five. It's better for us and you're doing us a favor. 
and write something, you know, what would quote could you write on the Apple Podcast review, Sam? You're right. These these are such sweet, sweet boys. Boy, I wish I could be their friends. I wish I knew who Julia was and who Pedro was too. But I like these these boys. Yeah. That's You'd say this makes me want to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are bad. I know people. I would have a better conversation. <laughs> Any of that stuff. Just go like um subscribe on the Apple Podcast. You'd write I was looking for a podcast about about crime, about crimes in the south, like the famous crime podcast that my um friend recommended to me and I stumbled upon this one instead. And it's yeah. nothing like the one what I was. But looking I'm for. glad. But I'm glad all the same. And that has made all the. Di- I took the road less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Mm-hmm. Two roads mm-hmm. diverged. Uh, you could write. Okay, fine. You could write. Here's another joke. You could write. What what when it came when this came in the mail, it was much smaller. Oh, that than would I be funny. Go on Apple Podcasts and write. Um, yeah, it was cheap for what I was getting, but when it came in the mail, there was a hole in it. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. (laughs) Those are all good things you can write on the Apple podcast store, Apple podcast app, write the review, write the fucking review. And if you don't, I'm going to ban you and I'm going to come to your house. Okay. Everybody that's on this chat, if there's not a review by tomorrow, I'm going to kick your ass. I don't have a job. Say I won't. <laughs> Say I won't. Look at this. Look what in this guy's doing Instagram. now. In oh, the- cool. He's got like an orc head. <sighs> That's really realistic. Wow. Wow, the eyebrows come up. Yeah. Oh, that yep. is cool. Isn't that cool? Damn, imagine if one day I came home and I Maybe had that I orc face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on to Apple Podcast right now. Should I write one too? Felipe. I feel embarrassed to write a review for my own podcast. Oh, I'll just I'll just go and do it. Don't okay, be. everybody, thanks for listening. I see one viewer went up in the time between we said we were going to end and now. If you just joined, <laughs> yeah, they're looking for something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit this is still going on and then they like exit Look, out you, of it <laughs> if you just joined i'm sorry but we're finishing it up but tomorrow the episode will come out either this one or a bonus we got a bonus this week whatever who cares but if you came in fuck you you should have come in at the beginning okay and if you came in and then you left and you came back in fuck you too watch the whole time all right all right that's all i need to say do you got anything else i'm gonna look for the song and then i'm gonna lead us out no nope Bye, everybody. Love you all. Bye-bye. Raisin Man Arena.